0: How Are You is Pedestrian's newest podcast series talking all things youth mental health. Brought to you in partnership with Kids Helpline. Kids Helpline is Australia's only free, confidential, 24-7 online and phone counselling service for children and young people up to 25. Hello and welcome to episode one of How Are You? I'm Marty Smiley, your host of Pedestrian's newest podcast and video series talking all things youth mental health. On our first episode, we're going to be talking about anxiety and it's a really good place to start because it's the most common mental health condition in Australia. We headed out onto the streets with a microphone. Stop some pedestrians to ask, how common are mental health issues in your social group?
1: It's common and I feel like a lot of people deal with that on a day-to-day basis and you don't really know what the story is, if you get what I mean, but a lot of people struggle with little things, you know, in this day and age.
2: Really, really prevalent is probably the best way to describe it. I
1: think there, are like sometimes like drugs and alcohol can be a way to kind of deal with mental health issues and uh, it's obviously not the most appropriate way. To be able to go through that process, but I guess we always try to find escapes, and like mental health is like, you know, we can't kind of, you know, escape it. Um, Absolutely. If you abuse those substances or, you know, drinking, it can, you know, impact your mental health. But um, I'm a believer in if you're able to control it and moderate, you know, your intake, um, you know, generally your mental health will be in, in good shape.
2: Um, for me, I find what's helped me most is self-reflecting. So if ever I'm going through something or if I'm struggling, reaching out as well is a really good thing that I've learnt myself is to not isolate myself and to kind of go towards your friends and just talk about it. And then that helps you kind of understand like, why you're feeling those things as well.
0: All right, now it is time for the check-in. My guest today is a musician I've admired for a long time. I grew up listening to the music he's made. His name is Adit Gautzen. He's one half of the hip-hop duo Horror Show. I'm excited to chat to him today because normally he's behind the scenes but I thought it was time to bring him forward to talk about something that a lot of artists struggle with. Welcome to the show Adit. Good to be here. Thank you. So you're a musician, you're an artist. Is it Kind of fitting that you've been brought in to do this episode about mental health, about
1: anxiety. Um, uh, I guess you're maybe you're tapping into this idea that artists are often, you know, afflicted with, um, mental illness and like yeah. anxiety, and the, you know it's one of the most uh, issues, anxious prone, anxiety prone professions sort of going around. Given there's no uh, stability of uh, income and. Other various things,
0: how did the conversation go you know in your household growing up about emotion feelings uh something you were experiencing you know in school uh mm-hmm. issues you had? could you come to your parents and and talk about them openly
1: yeah i i i definitely I definitely could, but there's a real uh sense of um you kind of gotta go through it on your own sure. Do you know you know what I mean? And you know, I don't want to wrap my dad out yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> here on a on a podcast with sure. a, with camera filming, <laughs> yeah, but yeah. Um, we didn't have a relationship where he told me that he loved me. Sure, you know, and I don't mm. know People might be out there being like, "Oh my God, what your dad? Mm-hmm. You know, never said that to you." But it's like, no, nah, I I knew he did. You know, and like, and that's something that we're working on now. I I definitely grew up with this sense that talking about your feelings and emotions or talking about being sad is actually like, you know, you're showing weakness and it's plain to see that it's anything but weak. What
0: did you have to learn to combat about your own mental health? Did you see certain pitfalls that you kept falling into? Did Mm -hmm. you have patterns that kept repeating in Mm -hmm. terms of your own
1: mental health? My peak party years was, uh, you know, in my mid twenties, 25 to 27 and I went pretty pretty hard and that was actually around the time when I really first started experiencing like serious anxiety and I've a clear clear memory of the first time that happened Um, we'd just thrown like this huge party, we were kicking on back at the hotel and I just kind of like had a a freak out of of sorts Um, uh, and how it manifested itself was just me being in my head being like oh what am I doing Why am I here with these people? These people are my friends, but, you know, are they laughing at me? Like, what's going on? You know, like, it was just like this train wreck of, like, anxious thoughts. Definitely, like, you can have,
0: you could take yourself out of a social gathering almost and look at it from a zoomed out perspective. Yeah. Why am I here? What what did I, how did I what am I doing with my life if this is what I'm... <laughs> exactly, and those questions those questions never lead anywhere good. No. You know? Sometimes you follow a thought right <laughs> down into the rabbit hole. You get down to the bottom of the rabbit hole, and you're like, how did I... Why did I follow this all the way there? This is so far from the present moment. Uh, your new album, New Normal, it was a difficult album for you guys to make, or... A, what was happening in the time between your last album, you had a lot of things that challenged you both.
1: Mm. What were some of those things? Um, I think, I think creatively it made sense to make this album because it's what we were living at the time. Both solo and I um, uh, were going through it at the same time and someone very close to him uh, fell very sick and was diagnosed with cancer and He stepped into this um, sort of, you know, uh, carer mode. And then soon after, um, my younger brother was diagnosed um, with cancer as well. Uh, So that was like a, you know, a a huge kind of double blow and something that really... uh, uprooted any kind of normality in our lives as if it was you know normal to begin with but um it felt natural to kind of document that and and the process and kind of the emotions and what we went through uh during that time he passed away he passed away he yeah he lost his battle at the beginning of this year on january 5 we found that news out towards the end of last year i think it was around september october so we had a few a few months to kind of process it and and make sense of it, um, but you know the we drew a lot of inspiration from Osim and how he handled it. You know, um, and His you know strength or resilience ex- ex- exactly. Just seeing him kind of meet every challenge, you know, uh, with complete like intent and no no sense of, like, backing down. Like, it was a very um, difficult thing to witness but also a very beautiful thing to witness and, you know, my family drew a lot of strength from that. I suppose it's quite hard to, like,
0: uh, work out what you do when the end does come for a family member, a loved one, someone close to you. Mm. How did you process uh, the grief and
1: afterwards? Uh something that we do um in our culture uh i mean i, I every culture has you know their own uh, rituals and various things that they might observe um but something that my family did that was um very helpful and quite beautiful uh was this period of mourning like more of a drawn out period of mourning we all stayed in the same under the same roof um and we fasted for two weeks, no salt, no like garlic, basically depriving yourself of things that Mm -hmm. were like, um, that would give you pleasure. Um, and that, and, and together with that, um, we meditated together, um, on, on occasion. Um, and we were just there, you know, my, my mom actually took like something, like three three months off but very much like a, a distinct like clear set period of time where we didn't really do much my mom didn't even step outside the house for something like for 49 days um, so it really was about being in that moment experiencing it and experiencing it to its sort of fullness mm. you know like feeling feeling the pain feeling the sadness um and you know trying to find the 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 beautiful things in that which you know all of that came from this sense that we really loved uh the love that we have for my brother and the love that he had for us and the connection that we shared
0: what are some of the things that you do to alleviate mm-hmm. anxiety
1: um listening to music yep. listening to music that you love uh and sometimes do it very very loudly <laughs> like turn turn that shit <laughs> up turn it know? up um exercise for sure uh catching up with your parents that may not work for all people <laughs> that comes with a caveat <laughs> <laughs> yeah. um uh drinking tea mm-hmm. you know uh taking a bath mm. like the those sorts of things there's so many things you can do
0: that's a good list <laughs> <laughs> um hey thank you so much for catching up with me today it's a pleasure How Are You is brought to you by Kids Helpline. Australia's only free, confidential, 24-7 online and phone counselling service for young people. Okay, now it is time for our segment On The Line with our Kids Helpline expert, Josie. Welcome to the show. Thanks for having me. Now, your role on this show is basically to give us an insight into the counselling side of what you do. You basically speak to this youth of Australia and you have done for over two years. Yeah. Where does anxiety sit in sort of the top 10 list of the calls you get?
2: It sits really high. Surely
0: like one really or two, high. right? Yeah. yeah.
2: And I think it sits particularly high because although not every young person that we speak to has diagnosed anxiety or, or a mental health condition, when you really unpack anxiety, anxious thoughts, anxious feelings, it's stress, right? It's concern or distress, or stress related to something that's happening and that usually is the motivation for someone picking up the phone or jumping on web chat to us
0: for someone who is a friend of someone who is experiencing anxiety what's the first thing that they should say to someone when they're saying i'm just i'm feeling really anxious i'm restless i'm doing this that and the other Mm -hmm. uh how do you respond first up when you're sitting there at the desk and you get those kind of calls
2: best thing, absolute best thing, whether you're a professional, whether you're a support person, whether you're a family member, is just to say, tell me about it. Let's hear about it. Like, hey, it's just us here. Um, What what do you need? I think that's the most powerful question really in any anything when we're looking after someone caring for someone's mental health is what's going on and what do you need
0: what about just noticing anxiety in others
2: you know often unfortunately we put the onus on other people to bring up with us if if they're not feeling okay Um, but often particularly anxious people might be really concerned about how to do that or how they'll be perceived will I be judged so if you notice that someone's not feeling quite right or maybe they're acting a little different or they seem a little wound up or a little not themselves just saying hey how you pointing out I've noticed a few things recently are you feeling all right and then allowing them to to pick and choose what they want to bring up from there is really good
0: what are some things you suggest to people on the line yeah when it comes to anxiety
2: it's really thinking about what is anxiety for you how do you experience it what does it do and then once you understand it you know how to combat it right so for some people anxiety is going to make them really tense um really on edge for some people it plummets them down and sort of locks them in their body for some people it makes them really manic or really energetic or trying to shift this stress out of them in any way so those are really different ends of the spectrum right but it's understanding what is healthy stress what's manageable stress and when does it reach a point where you need to look after yourself and to seek some support as well
0: how can someone know when they've got it or when they're experiencing it
2: everyone will experience some form of you know anxious thought and feeling throughout everyday life i guess the point at which you might need to think about getting extra support reaching out is the point at which it might impede you from doing something or it might be shutting down other parts of your life as well
0: well thank you so much for joining us josie you got to get back to your desk at kids helpline if you want to find out more about any of the topics that we've covered on today's show you can head to kidshelpline.com.au or Contact them on one 800 or via web chat. They're there too. Next week, we are going to be discussing sexual health. <laughs> We're going to be talking about XEX. Uh, it's an important topic, and I know you're probably going to want to listen. <laughs> See ya. If you do want to hear about all the other podcasts that Pedestrian is doing, they have the Pedestrian Podcast Network. You can get it. You've got to subscribe to it on iTunes, YouTube and Spotify or where all other podcasts, all the good ones, are found.